You are listening to the Bible 126 podcast. God has a will, a plan for all of his children. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. God's got a plan for every individual. When is the last time you ever thought about that God has a will? He has a plan for your life. You probably uh, were saved at some point in your life and thought, well, that's it. And you got baptized and joined the church and you just thought about living out your life. Has anybody ever told you that God has a plan for your life? What is his will? Listen to this. I want to be sure you get it clearly. That which God approves of and determines to bring about, it concerns God's choices of what to do and what not to do in our life. God has a will and a plan for your life. It doesn't make a difference how old you are, where you came from, what the situation is. God has a plan for your life. Don't ever listen to someone tell you, well, you're not important. Anytime anybody looks at you and tells you you're not important, you look at the cross and say, I'll tell you why I'm important. He died for me. He not only died for me, but he died for everyone. But everybody's important. So have you ever thought about the fact that God has a will for your life? He knows all about your background. All the things that you would bring up and say, well, God couldn't use me. He couldn't do this. He couldn't do that. He knows all about you. He knew about you before you were ever born. He has a will and a plan for all of our lives. The tragedy is that most people will never think about that. They were never told that. They never thought about that, that God had a special plan for their life. Yes, he does. Well, what's God's plan for my life? Have you ever asked him? I know the thoughts that I think towards you. I know the plans that I have for you. See, we got to learn to think like God thinks and see what God sees. Now, there's some things that are important about the plan of God in our life, knowing what the plan is and getting in his plan. See, too many people in the church and too many churches, too many preachers, too many churches, and too many people in the church spend too much time praying for God to bless what they're doing. When if we got into the plan of God, it's already blessed. So we waste a lot of time. We waste a lot of prayer life. And God's, you know, he's trying to bless us as much as possible. But if we just get into his plan, it's already blessed. Amen. So I want you to begin to think about today. What is God's plan for my life? Am I in that plan? Or am I headed in another direction trying to get God's favor and his blessings on something he's not even involved with to start with? Now, I'm going to say some things that may sound harsh, but it's true. There are a lot of churches that should have never been started. God didn't start them. There's a lot of marriages God never put together. Wasn't in God's plan. See, we need to find out God's plan. He's got the perfect mate. 
He's got the perfect life for each of us. What do you see for your life? He said, now I know the thoughts I think towards you or the plans I have towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts or plans of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Our future should be bright, bright, but see, he said, and to give you a hope, that's vision. If you ask the average church member, what's your vision? They're going to tell you one of two things, basically. Number one, well, the vision of our church. No, 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 I didn't ask you what the vision of your church was. What's your vision? What has God put in your heart? But every individual has to have a vision. That's God's plan for your life. But can you see it? See, Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision or prophetic revelation, the people perish or cast off restraints. Joseph, Joseph had two dreams. His brother didn't like either one of them. His father even questioned. But that vision, that dream, carried Joseph through some very hard situations. And just because you have a vision doesn't mean you're not going to have problems because once you head in the right direction, Satan's going to do everything he can to stop you. Oh, he's going to try. He's going to try. We've got to know Satan's going to come against us. Now, if the devil not after you, it may be because he has you. I'm worried about any Christian in here that said they're not having trouble. Something wrong with you? You're supposed to be catching it. Satan's supposed to be mad with you. And where is this bearing the cross? Where do we get this from? I don't supposed to have no pain. When you're a child of God, you welcome it. See, God wants you to trust him. And it doesn't mean Jesus doesn't love you because you got sick. It doesn't mean that God doesn't love you because you did have a divorce. It doesn't mean that God doesn't love you because you did lose your house. It doesn't mean God doesn't love you because you are having bad health. John lost all that. And God loved him, but God picked him out for the devil to pick on him. Because God needs somebody he can brag on. God needs somebody he can pull off the shelf in eternity. And say, look here, say, look at this. Don't they look good? They took all your lie. They took all your criticism. Say, they took all your knock. Look at that. Say, Thank you, God, everybody. Look at this one. You think everybody gave up when you knocked them down? Look at this one. You think everybody lied when others lied on them? Look at this one. You think everybody got bitter when things got bad? Look at this one. That's what God want to say. Remember when Jesus said to uh, Peter in Luke chapter 22, verses 30, uh, 31 and 32, he said, uh, Simon, Simon, Peter has desired to have you that he might sift you as wheat. And basically the Greek says, and I told him to go ahead. That's good news, isn't it? But I prayed for you that your faith will not fail. And when you are changed, when you're converted, when you overcome, strengthen your brother.
He knew that the devil was going to try to get him out of the plan of God. But thank God, he got back into the plan of God. Go to Romans chapter 5. See, we have to understand part of the plans of God. Now, God doesn't bring these, but he knows the devil's going to come against us. And God uses these trials to produce strength in our life. I call them stepping stones to success. Romans chapter 5 and verse, uh, verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulation. Paul said, I get excited about trials and tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance or endurance, and perseverance or endurance produces character, and character produces hope. The thing that is going to produce godly character in our lives is trials. What do we do with them? Do we overcome them or do we let them cause us to be bitter or angry? We got to realize it's that trials are stepping stones. The love of God. Listen, God isn't up there trying to judge you. God wants to live his life in and through you, and he'll take you wherever you will surrender yourself to him. You can't do better than having Jesus, the Lord, the second person of the Trinity, living his life in you and picking you up where you are and, and taking you on to what he had in mind to begin with. God can do an amazing work in what's left because he loves us, because he knows exactly what we need. Oftentimes, we come to a place of decision and we give God some excuse. So think about this. Things that hinder us from discovering in the will of God for our life. Number one, self-will. We can't get all over what we want to do, how we want to do it. Secondly, the influence of other people. We let other people influence us. Oh, that won't work. Well, why would you want to try something like that? You're talking to God who works the impossible. Ignorance of the Word of God. Think about all the promises He gives us about answered prayer. And then doubt. Well, I don't think God can do that in my life. Listen, the God who created this world can do anything He chooses to do, no matter what's been in the past. That's who He is. Feelings of unworthiness. Well, that may work for somebody, but not for me because I've really blown it bad. God is willing to love you, forgive you, cleanse you, and give you a new beginning. Well, I'm, I'm too busy to deal with that. Listen, you don't want to die having rejected Jesus Christ. Do you think God is going to accept an excuse? Well, I would have, but I just didn't have time. There are people who are so foolishly busy, they don't have time for God. Listen, fear. Well, I know that's what God wants me to do, but I, I just don't think I could do that. Probably every preacher who's ever stood in the pulpit has told God at first, oh, I couldn't do that. I couldn't, I couldn't stand in front of all those people. Mm -mm 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 -mm. 
you can't deliberately, willfully choose to disobey God and be happy with your life. And there are other people, because of their money, they can cover up a lot of stuff. But you can't cover up a disobedient heart if you've got millions. You can't cover up disobedience to God no matter what you have or who you have or whatever it might be. God has a will for your life. He loves you. He desires the best for you. And if you've missed it so far, start today and tell him, Lord, I don't know what you can do with what's left over, but God, here I am. Take me like I am. He'll forgive you, cleanse you. Let me tell you something God won't do. You want to hear? One thing God won't do to you. He won't bring up the past and say, see that? I, I told you. Mm-hmm. See, you made it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. He doesn't throw up the past. He brings up the future of what he's able to do and can do with you. It may be late in life or early in life, but one thing for certain, he'll take you where you are. Watch this. You're not waiting on God. God's waiting on you. He's waiting to give you his best. The past, he forgives and he forgets it. And he gives you the opportunity to start all over again. That's the awesome, indescribable, eternal will of God for your life. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can see more podcasts on anchor.fm forward slash Bible 126. Also, there is a feature there where you can sponsor or make a donation to this page. Thank you and stay tuned for more episodes.